Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. So today we're in uh, Matthew 7, but before we go there, let's go to God in prayer. Lord, thank you. Thank you for all that you've done and who you are and how you love us. How you love me when I'm just a sinner and just some guy. You talk to me, you bless me, and you forgive me. You extend your grace to me, Lord, and I am so undeserving. And I just thank you. And I pray, Father, today as we read, I pray these words would go out to someone who needs to hear them, that they would truly bless whoever hears it, that it would be you speaking to them, not me, that it would be your words, your wisdom, and your insights. I pray that this would do your will and that we would understand what you want us to do, Father. May our hearts be opened. May our, may our spirits be open to whatever it is you have before us. These are tough times that we're living in. There's a lot of divisiveness. There's war in Europe. There's war all the way, all around the world. We just don't always hear about it. And there's a lot of heartache and pain, Lord. And I just pray that you would help those who are, who are seeking you, who are aching, whose hearts are broken, whose spirits are broken, who really feel like giving up. I just pray, Lord, that you would show them your love and that you would bring them peace and contentment. But most of all, I pray for your peace to be upon them and that they would know that they're valued by you because they're created in your image. And I pray, Lord, that today I would see others as you see them. May I love you with my whole being and may I love others as myself. I pray for your forgiveness where I failed miserably at that. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, chapter 7, we wrap it up, and quite candidly, I really like chapter 8 in Matthew 2, but we won't go there. So, in chapter 7, verse 1, it's, it reads, Do not judge, or you too will be judged. Well, I'm screwed on that, because I judge people all the time. I'm, like, I, like I've said before, I'm pretty harsh. I form opinions pretty quickly. And that's why I'm praying for God to help me to see the others as he sees them. So anyways, I'm sorry for digressing. Do not judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time... There was a plank in your own. You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample them under their feet and tear you, turn and tear you to pieces. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, 
the door will be opened. You know, I feel like this journey, that's really what's going on. There is a lot of seeking. There's a lot of knocking. And sometimes I don't like the answer. But I just pray that God softens my heart so that I can. So that I do appreciate the answer. Because at times, the answer is quit being such a self-righteous jerk or just being a jerk. Verse 9. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. Verse 13. Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. By their fruit you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit, you will recognize them. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, And the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall, because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. And it fell with a great crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowd were amazed at his teaching, because he taught as one who had authority and not as their teachers of the law. So, there was a lot there. We've covered a lot in these five parts. And just looking at how to summarize these a little bit, I went to A.W. Tozer. And he covers off on verse 16 where it says, By their fruit you will recognize them. Do not pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles. He writes, The Christian cannot close his eyes to good and evil in his fellow men. He cannot avoid rendering moral judgment on the deeds of men. And indeed, he is accountable to do so. I mean, we've been told since verse chapter 5 all the things that we should do and think about. And the results of those things. 
from such from such turn away but his disappropriation of the evil ways of men must not betray him into contempt for them as human beings he must reverence the humanity of every man however degraded out of appreciation for divine origin no one for whom christ died can be common or worthless humanity itself must be honored as the garment assumed by the eternal son in the incarnation to esteem anyone worthless who wears the form of a man is to be guilty of an affront to the son of man we should hate the sin in ourselves and in all men but we should never undervalue the men or the man in whom the sin is found this just comes back to me so much of love your brothers or love your neighbors as yourself. And Jesus keeps pushing and pointing back to that concept. And Tozer, even though he's talking about by their fruit, you will recognize them. We can never forget that Jesus died for that person that we're honking at because they're driving like an idiot in the, in the fast lane or that person who really ticks us off or that, you know, in today's modern political world, that idiot DA who did XYZ or that stupid politician. We can't hate that person because Jesus died for them and they're formed in the image of God and he's the son of man. We can hate what they've done. We can flee from it, but we can never hate the person, the human there. That's so needed in our society today. Tozer also talks about in chapter 27, I mean in 7, he talks about verse 21 where it says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Tozer writes, The difficulty we modern Christians face is not, under, not, is not misunderstanding the Bible, but persuading our untamed hearts to accept its plain instruction. Our problem is to get the consent of our world-loving minds to make Jesus Lord, in fact, as well in, as in word. So to make Jesus Lord, in fact, as well as in word. For it is one thing to say, Lord, Lord, and quite another thing to obey the Lord's commandments. We may sing, crown him Lord of all, and rejoice in the tones of the loud-sounding organ and the deep melody of harmonious voices. But still we have done nothing until we have left the world and set our faces towards the city of God in hard, practical reality. When faith becomes obedience, then it is true faith indeed. He goes on. The world's spirit is strong and it clings to us as close as the smell of smoke to our garments. It can change its face to suit any circumstance and so deceive many a simple Christian whose senses are not ex exercised to discern good and evil. It can play at religion with every appearance of sincerity. It can have fits of conscience, particularly during Lent, and even confess its evil ways in the public press. It will praise religion and fawn on the church for its ends. It will contribute to charitable causes and promote campaigns to furnish clothing for the poor. Only let Christ keep his distance and never assert his lordship over it. 
this it will positively not endure. And toward the true spirit of Christ, it will show only antagonism. The world's press, which is always its real mouthpiece, will seldom give a child of God a fair deal. If the facts compel a a favorable report, the tone is apt to be condescending and ironic. The note of contempt sounds through. Sadly, I think that continues today, especially in our press, especially in our media, that so many give lip service. I was giving lip service to God. I was giving lip service to God for so many years. Yes, I would say I believe in God. I'm a child of his. But I didn't go to church. I didn't read my Bible. I didn't pray to him. I may donate to Christian organizations, but I didn't give to him. I didn't sacrifice. I didn't go to church. I didn't help people. I didn't love. I was one of those mouthpieces. The world's spirit was like the smoke in my garment. It was right there with me, day in and day out. And this journey is how to fumigate my garments, how to move that spirit of the world out of me, that it's now actions and heartfelt spiritual belief and actions that demonstrate and show and, and are the fruit of what I believe. Instead of lip service, I'm trying to provide action. As I move through this journey, I pray that my actions will demonstrate that it's the Holy Spirit that lives in me, that I don't give a mocking tone to things of God any longer, that I don't look down upon those who profess and are acting upon those professions, but instead that I would participate with them and lift them up and embrace them as brothers and sisters. And that's how only way I can do that is if I love them, if I love those neighbors as myself, and if I love God with all my heart and soul, which is the focus for this year. I think I'll probably be the focus for my entire life. But with that, let's go back to God. Lord, I thank you and I'm grateful for your words. I'm thankful for the way that you speak to us and you use others. A.W. Tozer speaks to my heart so often and is convicting. He doesn't say nice things, comfortable things. He says challenging things. And I'm grateful. And I pray, Lord, that you'd help me to put into practice loving you and loving my neighbors. That I would learn to humble myself to do your will. And seek your face on a daily, moment-by-moment basis. I pray for those out there that are hurting, Lord. I pray for our brothers and sisters who are struggling. It's a tough economy. It's a tough world. There's wars. There's conflict and strife. There's confusion about everything. Some of the most basic things. Men, women, are you one or not? Confusion, Lord. Let alone, then. Is there a God? There's confusion about 
truth. It's your truth, Lord God, that matters because that's the only one. There are absolutes and people don't want to hear that. I know I haven't so many times in my life. So, Father, I just pray for your comfort to be on our families and on our friends. And I pray you would show us how to reach them. For those who don't know you, may we be those examples that people would see and know us by our fruit and that we'd bring you glory and honor. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.